Are you tired of not having my face on your body? Are you tired? Are you tired of not having my face on your body? Well, Which one are you more tired of, and why? Are you tired of drinking out of cups without my face on it? Are you tired of taking a big sip and then looking down and only seeing white ceramic? Well, kids. Well then. <laughs> well, 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 well. Have we got a store for you? Oh my goodness! Honestly, I'm super excited about this. It's finally here. Some say it couldn't have come too soon, and and yet it is now here. So now is later than that. So it's soon enough for being right now. Uh, and if that wasn't clear, you're listening to the wrong show. <laughs> Carlpooling.com slash store has the best clothes from the best show. We've yeah. got hoodie. We got windbreak. We got t-shirt. We got mug. And don't buy this. Listen, there's a very special item at the store that is technically for sale. Technically, but you can buy it. And if you want to figure out what it is, I will say it is hilarious. If you if you want to know what it is, you're going to have to go to carlpooling.com slash store. Seriously, guys, if you can, if you want to help support the show, this is one of the very best ways to do that. We are super proud of the items that we have for sale. There's going to be more coming. We have about a billion carpooling related t-shirt ideas that are going to help you rep support the show share the show we've got some great stuff in the works and i'm super excited about it so go right now while you're listening your your smartphone can do two things at once even if you can't carpooling.com slash store check yeah. it out and soon we'll be coming out with the carpooling slash store slash leather um and that's all the time we have for today, <laughs> folks. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. <sighs> oh, man. What's the matter, Hunter? Why so sleepy? Oh, man. I just... I keep drinking this old coffee, but it's just not waking me up like it used to, you know? You know, you can't keep drinking that old coffee, you silly goose. You know what you need? You need Death Wish coffee. Death Wish Coffee has so much caffeine it can kill a horse. <laughs> that that's enough. That could that could absolutely wake me up. Wow. Thank you. Where can I get some? Listen, Hunter, you can get some right now at carlpooling.com slash coffee. And let me just say, we love Death Wish Coffee. It's one of the products that I can genuinely say I liked before they were a sponsor. And that is a huge deal so you know i'm not fronting when i tell you that this is some great coffee also they're rebellious by nature it's their tagline and it's true because death wish has the beans to sponsor a show like carl pooling oh, that's great but i'm pretty tired do you think you could just send me the url so i could just paste it into my browser. And I'll get put this over it in with. the show notes. But again, it's <laughs> it's carlpooling.com slash coffee. And I've got even better news for you, Hunter. This will wake you up. Using our discount code DWCAF10, that's DWCAF10, our listeners can get 10% off their total order. So you really have nothing to lose. Wake up. Be a rebel. Go to carlpooling.com slash coffee right now and score yourself some Death Wish coffee at a great price. Death Wish. It might kill a horse. With 
discounts like these, you can't afford to sleep through them. Okay, back to the show. All right. Had a lot of fun, didn't we? (laughs) Had a whole lot of fun while I was away, didn't we? Don't know what you're talking about. I think the two of you know a little bit about what I'm talking about. Yes, I do know. Ah, dang it. Yep. You thought I wouldn't find out, except for (laughs) as a surprise to everybody, I'm sure. I subscribe to my own podcast. That's insanity. Someone's got to boost these numbers. But here's the point. Who in the blue kazoo do the two of you think you are putting out an episode without me? And... Why is it the funniest episode we've had in recent memory? <laughs> um, you know, I, I I really feel like, you know, I've been tinkering in the formulas, in the codexes of Jamie's mind. I've been showing it pictures of funny cats on the internet a lot, and I think it's finally paying off. You that well, definitely came out in Jamie's comedic style, generally speaking. I've been yeah. trying to tell you I've earned a promotion. You have <laughs> earned you have earned a, a power supply that's not quite sufficient for your components is what you've earned, mister. <laughs> I'm up I'm up to here. The insubordination, it's churlish and unprofessional what you two mm-hmm. have done. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Actually I quite enjoyed the episode I, I didn't get to enjoy it as it came out um because uh, well we've been away for quite a minute and i think we should tell the listeners why i went to iraq oh you didn't have to lie <laughs> you, you, you can just tell everybody you transitioned i've transitioned <laughs> <laughs> that's why my voice is so deep now i'm ah. finally a man <laughs> It's beautiful. I've been ingesting, injecting testosterone every day for the past Hourly. six six years. Mm. Every hour. I'm just a pin cushion. I'm like one of those little tomatoes with all the needles in it at your at your laundromat with a seamstress. Mm. I'm that mm-hmm. tomato. No, I went I went to Iraq, Hunter, and I just want to say every time Carl Bowman goes on hiatus. Something happens. It's usually with the Clintons. Um, cross yourself. Got to protect ourselves. Got to keep the demons out. Um, and spit twice. <laughs> it's usually the Clintons. But uh, <laughs> oh no, Jamie spits so oh, bad. No, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, uh, why do you spell your spit? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that is very articulate while you're spitting. Yeah. Um, I guess it's fair because a machine, you're not water-cooled, so you can't expectorate. Yeah. Uh, regardless, the the day after I landed in Doha, Qatar, the Iranian military flew five prisoners into the airport and released them. And I'm not saying that I had anything to do with it, but I mean, if if correlation has anything to do with causation 
I show up in the Middle East, all of a sudden they start releasing prisoners. I'm just saying, well, I think I put the, I think we put the fear of God in them. Did, did you have the briefcase with the six billion dollars in it? Look, I carried a lot of briefcases. <laughs> Any one of them could have had six billion dollars in it. And I probably can't tell you everything I did until the statute of limitations runs out. But I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You know, they talk a big game when I'm sitting over here in America. They don't have a problem putting a fatwa out against the boys from Carl Pulling. But listen mm-hmm. here, Ayatollah, when you find out that I'm in your backyard, all of a sudden you start squealing, boy. You start squealing like a pig you're not allowed to eat. And I'm just saying, <laughs> don't make me come back, because <laughs> I will. And when I come back, hell's coming with me. Oh, so cool. I think I think President Biden should honestly hire me. Um, yeah. Because because a lot of a lot of people have to do a bunch of diplomacy to get stuff to happen in the Middle East. I just show up mm. with you a know, backpack. Yeah. If he did hire you, it wouldn't hurt. Why? It just it would probably same same effect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally I mean, no difference. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> except for I would I would be there, which would be very right. useful. You would get money. That'd be good. Oh but. yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot of the Biden. That's a lot. You know what? Actually, I probably don't want to be hired by them. Right? I don't want any of their money right now. Yeah. For like dirty money. A bunch of reasons. And Carl Pooling would be fine without you, as we have proven. No, well, it would not true. be fine without me. It would be four minutes long and an absolute train wreck. Is yeah. what it would be without me. It's a new How format dare you. that we're taking podcasting into you know joe rogan goes on for 18 hours we were like what if we could do a vine in a podcast (laughs) it was more listenable ew she tried to say a pod vine he or she our our computer's gender non-binary um tried to say a pod vine but it came out pod which just sounds very anatomical for someone made out of silicon so um no more of this and more of the other thing. But yeah, I, I was in Iraq. Um, I was doing a bunch of semi-legal stuff. And it was a, it was a blast. Um, we only nearly got hit by one rocket. It was a good time. Also, let me just say this about Iraq. There's trash everywhere. Like literally toe-to-tip trash on all the streets. Aside from that, absolutely phenomenally beautiful country. Like when, you, when you're driving between cities, there's trash and checkpoints and military everywhere but beautiful place mm. um i i can see it's it's very sandy but uh yeah I, I definitely see the appeal the mountains are are kind of incredible they're they're they look like you're on another planet like they look like a sci-fi movie they're all jagged and twisted and it's it's a pretty neat place mm. um also last thing i'll say about it is the food slaps hey. like so hard Everybody. It's a bunch of lamb. It's all salty and spicy. Mm. I miss it already. I thought you had to slap the chef to get it to taste good. Listen, I, I, there's a lot of people over there that I would not have slapped. Um, really? Some because of the smell and others because of the, uh, the general, let's say, the aesthetic. <laughs> I, I can't remember who, who, what the comedian's name is, but he does this hilarious bit on it's the countries with the least rights for women that have the best food <laughs> and and it's it feels like your adventure has proven that of course i can't 
I can't do the bit because I won't do it justice, but it's a very, very funny bit. Um, it was obviously anyway. Richard Pryor. It Just wasn't, kidding, no. It wasn't. Yeah, it's probably a white yeah. guy, right? Um, I don't know is my answer to that. I think Man. so. It's ballsy yeah. if it wasn't. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, what do you mean by them? What do you think I mean by them? I don't know what I mean by them. Mm. Um, all right, so let's get down to business here. We've got we've been away for a while. We've been uh, traveling at summer, but the news cycle sucked anyway. Today, Hunter and I are just gonna catch up on the news, uh, have a laugh, have a good time, and give you our opinions on a bunch of the hilarious things that have happened recently. We've got a list of a couple stories here, so we're just gonna go through them one by one. However. Nothing shall be done. No news story shall be lampooned. There will be no satire and no ridicule until I have that which is destined to be mine. And Hunter, it is unto you to give it up to, unto me. The roadkill, post haste, sir. Um, representative, representative, representative? I don't know why it sounds <laughs> wait, 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 uh, stop. Mm-hmm. Consider refire representative <laughs> Burchett from republic from from tennessee a republican uh was stopped by a reporter this past week and the reporter just simply commented to him said saying do you support trump's call to shut down the government and he fired back with this amazing quote which is he has not called me on this yet but i do not I do not support you wearing black socks with short pants. And Christopher, this is the reporter in question. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look at what in the world? <laughs> um, I mean, we're going to we're gonna have to share this in the show notes. Yeah. Kaboom. This guy got completely roasted. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just... <laughs> Just fantastic. Oh my gosh, uh, she's even standing kind of pigeon-footed in like yes. the the prototypical virgin style. Yep. Yep. Like Is there an this audio clip of that somewhere? Yeah, yeah, of course there is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, oh, okay. So, we I don't have it on me, but we're going to cut that into the show right here so everyone can enjoy it right here. Representative, do you support Trump's call to shut down the government? He has not called me, and I do not, I do not support you wearing black socks with short pants. Okay, did you enjoy it? Good. So did we. <laughs> and uh, then check the show notes for a picture of this guy. Yeah. Um, you know, when you that swing is at good the king, politics. you better be dressed to the nines is all I'm saying. It's... At least be dressed to the twos, man. I mean, this yeah. is, this guy looks he looks like he got beat up semi-professionally in college. Yeah, yeah. And the way he asks the question just makes him feel like even more of a dweeb. So. Oh, man. I can't wait to actually listen to that. How did I miss this story? I guess I was out of the country. When did this happen? Uh, no. No. Uh, when did this happen? This uh, September 29th? I guess this was when you were out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, close. No. I, was, I, was still, yeah, I was still jet-lagged. Yeah, no. This is, this is a beautiful story. Man, um, what a special gift. Yeah, very rarely does the roadkill actually happen within the story. Uh, usually it's like, how could they do that? But no, the man... Uh, no, he murdered this Burchett. man. Yeah, he yeah. murdered this man in cold blood. He's deader. He's more dead than the fake leather on his black leather, fa- leather shoes. 
Flather, flather. Flather, flather, flather. He just got annihilated. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to comment more on this gentleman's appearance, but let me just say... um, You're definitely not above it. Let me... Okay, I'm going to give you a little fashion tip. I'm not the most (laughs) fashionable guy. I used to be. Um, But non-pleated khaki shorts... You're never tucking into them, bro. Never. Oh, if you correct. are wearing a shirt that you would have to tuck into them, you have made a tactical error. Uh, next thing, you are wearing a brown leather belt and black pleather shoes, my friend. Um, and also, your your shirt. That, that shirt is the mainstay of aged boomers working a dead-end job in an office somewhere. I mean, you are full-on full on um lady terrifying hyper virgining right now hey christopher come here come in come in come here come here come here yeah is this guy a plant (laughs) you mean like like yeah does he do photosynthesis no 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 (laughs) is this guy did representative virtue like say to his intern put this on (laughs) first of all Oh man, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to pull the name. I, what's the name of the the uh, representative who was like sleeping with seven of her staffers? Oh, the yeah. blonde chick. Uh, oh man. Anyway, it's not important. I was Paris say, Hilton. That's it. Yeah, Representative Hilton. Yeah, I was gonna say that's Representative Hilton stuff to tell <laughs> tell your your aides what to wear. Um, if if this is a psyop. Okay, because this okay, now you've activated my spidey senses. This yeah. guy is a hundred percent dressed like a psyop. <laughs> his earlobe uh, and his chin make the same shape. That's how much his, of a psyop this guy is. And an, oh my goodness, would you look at that? He has an Illuminati tattoo poking out of the top of his sock. No, this guy is not allowed to get a tattoo. His mother will not let him. That's fair. Oh, that's man. that's fair. Okay, well, okay, if we're going to talk about different representatives and the funny things that they've done while we were gone, uh, we would be remiss not to talk about Lauren Boebert. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Listen. Listen. Say what you will about Lauren Boebert. She's steaming. Like, in that somebody's hurt you drastically and there's pain behind your eyes, but you're still thin. That sort of steaming way. Um, my gal, my gal Bobert <laughs> is getting full-on grope and giving OTP HJs to strangers <laughs> in movie theaters all while puffing on a thick vape cloud. <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, that story, that video is just like... Horrifying. Guys, you're like over 30... <laughs> Yeah. You both Get a room. Os- ostensibly They're... have homes. Yes. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, but I think they were at a screening of Goonies. No, Beetlejuice. Oh, well, okay. The, the same thing applies. Um, What a sexless movie <laughs> to, to be getting frisky to. That movie yeah. is horrid, except for the si- scene where they sing. Um, yeah, I was hey, about Mr. to say. Tally, man. That yeah. scene always did it for me yeah um, of course what of course, a strange what a strange 
it's funny that Lauren Boebert got caught just ripping thick thick cotton and getting her her uh, breast jostled by a male compatriot who's not her husband. However, this I everyone was like asking her to be quiet, asking her to calm down, and I have to say to the people in that theater, it, you know. I'm a little bit of an eccentric bird. I like it when things go wrong. I like it when plans break down because I find endless hilarity in the chaos. And let me just say to you midwit basics that were in that movie theater who were asking her to stop, Beetlejuice has been out for, I don't know, 2,000 years. You can go buy it on DVD and watch a copy of it. In your grandmother's living room. What you were being given that night was an irreplaceable gift. And you trod on it, you swine, for Beetlejuice. You were watching a politician, Harry Curie, in real time while vaping. And you were like, you know what? It would be nice if you were quiet so that we could listen to the Stripe Man. You you cultureless, vacuous inept swine i'm disappointed in every individual person in that theater more than lauren bobert because that that is a gift from valhalla that is the nectar of the gods ambrosia was poured out before you and you said no i will take welches in my sippy cup and you all disturbed me and disappoint me to an ultimate degree and that's that hunter do you have anything to add about the lauren bobert story um the only thing that I will add is it's pretty great um, when she turns around and goes, do you know who I am? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that was cringe. That was Omega cringe. But yeah. um, regardless, I, uh, I just, I'm just so very, I, I mean, Lauren, you shouldn't have been doing that. But also the people that do you know what I would have given to be in that theater? And, uh, and also think about this: if you had let it progress, I don't want to think. You about don't that even anymore. know how unbelievably unhinged it might have gotten. You I don't, don't know what might have happened. She might I'm have glad. started just ab- this openly. She might have taken out a spoon and started heating up heroin in the theater, and you <laughs> called security. <laughs> I I couldn't be more disappointed than I am by those people. Wow. wow. Uh yeah. But I mean good for that guy, I guess. Yeah, apparently he's a trash man and is this isn't the first time he's done that. So Oh, he's like a, he he was a setup? No, 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 no. He he's uh he's a right-wing politic guy who's been around for a while but is a total uh uh just Oh, because I heard he was guy. like a lefty that ran a tranny bar. Uh, no, that's true too. But I think he, I think there's more to him. Essentially, like gotcha. I think he's ruined some. I, I don't know all the things. He's but, just a he's just a tranny bar running homewrecker. Yeah, and that old she, chestnut. Yeah. Well, uh, man, I gotta I've gotta take down this picture of the guy with the shoes because i'm not gonna be able to do that oh god i just closed that window and it instantly opened to chris christie with his mouth open um oh oh that is a distasteful transition well it's a distasteful but a useful transition because obviously we have to talk about the debates but before we talk about the debates real quick just very briefly 
Dun 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 Seven? You're doing this on purpose. Is it prime? You're doing this on purpose. Is it a prime number? Of course it's a prime number. Well, they're not all prime numbers, isn't don't don't the men have nine or something? Yeah. So that's the not elves prime. Would obviously I didn't say that. The elves are obviously a prime number. It's ridiculous. Okay, so it's, it's seven? What are we hourly? How many rings do the elves have? Three. Oh. One of the most boring prime numbers. Yes, um, but one of the most perfect prime numbers. Okay, so is it like, what are the elements? Um, the, the, nice try. Fire, nice ice, try. nice try. Everything nice. No. Chemical right. X. <laughs> the Powerpuff Goyles. Hunter, yeah. tell yeah. us, tell us a fact. I did. No, you didn't. I did. The Elvish rings have the elements. No, give us a better fact. That's that's we we could have assumed that. Okay. Uh, Elrond has one. You, you stop this behavior right now. I don't know what behavior uh, you want. Tell me what element Elrond's ring is. I don't remember. You don't remember? Possibly. I thought you were holding out on me. Possibly. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> that's what I want to know next week. Do you understand? You're missing. Yeah, I got it. It's okay. easy enough. Okay. All right. Um, with that, with who Chris- has the other ring? <laughs> I'll never tell. Oh, man, that's a great question. Is it Galadriel? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> go screw yourself. Yeah. <laughs> You're not I mean, the only it, virgin here, Hunter. Hunter's a virgin. I um, want to go back to all what you said. Right. <laughs> okay. Nah, all right, then. All right, Hunter, we have to talk for a minute about private internet access. Now, PIA is my favorite VPN. Have you ever used one before? Oh, yeah, they're great. Excellent. Jamie? My parents met on a VPN. Well, I'm not at all convinced that that's relevant, but let me tell you this. If you're online in the 21st century, you need a VPN. Why? As the amount of threats that exist on the internet increases, and the amount of our data that's being stored online increases simultaneously, it's imperative that we do something to protect ourselves, protect our data as we surf the web. Now, VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. And what it does is it encrypts your data as it's going between your device, your machine, and the greater internet, preventing it from being intercepted by malicious actors and hackers and identity thieves, etc. So a VPN is non-negotiable in today's digital day and age. Now, PIA is my favorite because it's the world's most transparent VPN provider. They have over 30 million downloads and they never store user data. They have a strict no logs policy, which has actually been proven out multiple times in courts and by a third party audit from Deloitte. So they truly don't store your data. That's right, Chris. And what private internet access does is it hides your IP address and encrypts your internet connection. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that internet service providers and government sensors can't get at your data. 
If you're saying something that you don't want them to look at, even if it's just your business, there's no reason for those nefarious actors to have any view into your data or what you're doing on the internet. That's your data. Protect it. That's right. And private internet access also comes with loads of entertainment benefits. The VPN is compatible with all of your major streaming platforms. So you shouldn't experience any issues running Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming entertainment device you want to use. Plus, it's one of the few VPNs that supports P2P, that's peer-to-peer -peer file sharing. So this is a huge benefit for power users. Not only do you get the benefit of using any streaming service, you can also use it with any operating system. We're talking Windows, Mac OS, Android, Linux, iOS. Use different operating systems, not a problem. Have an Android phone and want to use it on your Mac? Not a problem. And what's even better than that, you can have an unlimited amount of devices use it at the same time. That's right. And Carpooling has the best deal for you today on PIA, on getting a VPN, securing your data. For just $2.03 a month, you can start protecting yourself online and your family online. That's 83% off the sticker price for private internet access. So act now. You get that great price plus four months free and you really have nothing to lose because private internet access offers a free 30-day money-back guarantee as well as 24-7 support so you are definitely going to either be pleased with the product or not be out a single dime but i know that you're going to love it you're going to want to keep it private internet access has a great vpn carpooling has a great deal for you support them support the show go to carlpooling.com slash pia right now to take advantage of this great deal again that's carlpooling.com slash pia snag a vpn protect yourself online support them support the show and we will really appreciate it all right let's get back to the episode let's uh-huh transition as as it literally looks, I wish I could share this this image with everyone as you're listening right now. Um, it's a it's a short of Chris Christie that I have pulled up for a very specific purpose, and it literally looks like he's trying to eat the YouTube play button. Like there weren't enough calories in his vicinity, <laughs> but that was like kind of close to the center of the screen. And he's just like, I don't know, it's got a triangle, kind of looks like a slice of pizza. <laughs> Dude, I saw it. this thing today. Uh, you can order f like five pizzas the same size cut the crust uh off of one of the pizzas and then lay it out on the other four and it equals the the circumference of the pizza equals the diameter of 3.14 pizzas because it's pie ah uh, it's so cool when you can see math done in real life oh you mean he cut the crust so that he could make a straight line out of it that's it yeah he made a straight line out of the crust and it went over 3.14 pizzas and well it's that's like, actually very wasteful and there's children yeah. in africa who are starving yeah yeah of course so of course. you shouldn't waste pizza you could have mailed it to africa technically you can still eat the pizza that's it just true. doesn't have crust you know uh can i can i love with you about something hunter come on when I see adults take crust off pizza, I cringe. Yeah, because it's like you're an adult. You, what, I feel like there's this point when you become an adult when you go to McDonald's and you order a Big Mac and they go, what do you want on it? And you go, I said I wanted a Big Mac. Give me a Big Mac. And that, uh, that's kind of how I, that's kind of where I'm at with anybody that habits. modifies. Yeah. I have started, it's mostly a shame thing, but like if there's something with kale on it, I'll just be like, just give it to me. 
And do I even, mm. I don't like the KO, but it's like, I'm not going to ask you to make it, you know, a chicken nugget. Less kale. Yeah. Growing up and getting older, I don't want to believe it's over. Skillet was a, was, a, was a crappy band. Mm. Changed my mind. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember them now. Okay. Let's talk about... I'm just kidding, Skillet. You're okay. And it's cool yeah. that the singer's married to the bassist. Although, they're a Christian band from the ni- oh, from the early aughts, so I'm sure they're divorced now. And probably like Rough. pagans. I don't know that to be true. Uh, Jamie, do a quick fact check on that. Are, are Is the bassist and the singer from Skillet still married? Um, let's talk about the headlines. We've got the headlines here. And the first headline we got to talk about is, are these debates. Yeah. And... Um, I want to eat. I'm going to peel the crust off this pizza for you. We're going to enjoy dessert before we eat dinner on these debates. Um, Just listen to this clip. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching. Okay? And you're not here tonight. Not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. So there's that. <laughs> so, so that's a thing that happened. Um, Chris Christie, first of all, I do wonder if he knows that Donald Duck is an animated character and not a method for preparation, culinary preparation of duck, because this is the longest I've ever heard him speak without referencing food or actively eating. Um, did he, there's a, there's a moment from the 2016 presidential election where Hillary Clinton goes, I don't know what Pokemon Go is. I wish they'd make Pokemon Go to the polls. And everybody on Earth died. Mm. And then <laughs> it they was had a tragic <laughs> moment. Yeah, it was it was a cringe nuke that got dropped on the major population centers across the planet. And we entered into comedy winter Armageddon. Uh and now we live in a simulation. You right now, if you're listening, please wake up. You're a brain in a jar. Wake up. But we're, everything's fine. And now, unfortunately, the Republicans have their very own Pokemon go to the polls moment. Because this is exact. I mean, this is, this is weapons tier cringe. Mm. If Assad had made that joke, we would have invaded Syria already. It came in the same debate where... Pence says that he's been sleeping with a teacher for years. Full disclosure. That didn't, that didn't, that one didn't weird me out. I thought that was hot. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. Grandpa talking about sleeping with grandma is not hot. Okay. Uh, when it's he not. said that, I was just like, "Now you've made us think of you in your underwear." And I remember when a fly lived in your hair for thirty-eight years during no, the vice presidential no. debates. And I just couldn't, right. I, my brain blended those two images. Mm. Yeah. Um, Pence looked super uncomfortable when he made that joke. And it, it, yeah. I couldn't tell, like, if 
I could tell if he really wanted to say it or really didn't want to say it. Like if he was yeah. savoring the moment or just in existential horror that, that he, he was, was on stage it. on national television saying, I've been yeah. sleeping with a teacher for 38 years. Yeah, it's like Super Ego Pence was very concerned about what Ego <laughs> Pence was doing. That was Id Pence. That was Animal Pence. That's fair. That was Take Off Your Pants Pence. <laughs> oh, no. I got a lesson oh. to teach you about That's geometry. Awful. I don't. Is geometry. What's the sexiest school subject, Hunter? Uh, arithmetic? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, one plus one equals two. I don't know. You know, math. Things things add. Multiplication. Oh, multiplication, yeah. Yeah, like I mean it's it's in the family. But like you know? physics, you know, like some physics. Oh. Chemistry. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. I feel like you didn't you I feel like biology. You, you left a lot we're, on the table there. Biology. Anatomy. Oh yeah, well biology okay. is well literally put it this it. way. Biology used to be the only the only subject where you could see boobies in your textbook. Then there became health class. Yeah, now well, and now it's like, oh, you guys want to learn math? Okay, well, if little Billy has one penis and yeah. his mom is a sociopath, now Billy has minus one penis. So how many penises does Billy have? Draw a picture yeah. on the gender bread, man. Yeah. Um, so it was a terrible debate. Yeah, I watched it last night, and truly, it's unwatchable television. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, DeSantis and Haley clearly the winners, but yeah. most of it is why are we still doing this nonsense? DeSantis, I think, did the best of a bad bunch, mostly because generally he kept his mouth shut. He yeah, argued exactly. with the moderators exclusively, asking them to please maintain order and. Yeah. To the, that, you know, at the end when he wasn't going to answer the the survivor question, even though, okay, really? so so they asked the survivor question. They said, who who on this debate stage should drop out of the debate? And to their credit, I think the um, I think the candidate saw that for the bait that it was. However, uh, now that we can speak freely, it's Burkham. <laughs> I mean, like that wasn't a di- that was the easiest question of the night. They're asking tough stuff about the border and dreamers and DACA and all this stuff, and that was the most straightforward question. It's like, oh, obviously Burgum. I I will tell you this: um, the more I hear Burgum talk, the more I want Burgum to talk. The more I understand, the more he talks about his record in North Dakota and the things that are going on, the more I want to understand that more. Um, I'm not saying that Burgum should be president. I'm just saying if you like at this point if if Hunter could have his debate stage next, you know, the next thing if Trump won't show up, it's Pence Haley Burgum, like full stop. I'm Pence? sorry, uh DeSantis Haley Burgum, excuse me. Oh, I was like what in the world? Yeah, I don't I don't know what that was. That was a Freudian slip or something. You're still thinking about sleeping yes. with a teacher for 38 years. Yeah, exactly. Hit me with the ruler. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm with you in a certain sense. Although, to me, Burkham looks like if Willy Wonka never found someone to give the chocolate factory away to and he was still yeah. ushering kids in who found golden tickets and candy bars like deep into his 80s. That is a part of his appeal. I don't know how to explain it to you. That is part of why I want him there. Like, I, I, I see him as the first uh, president to wear a sweater vest. Like, I, I just... 
It's, I don't know what it is. I really need that Midwestern, like, stabilization in my life. And I feel like Burgum is bringing it to me. So. Yeah, you know. I'm alone. I get it. I get it. (laughs) I don't know if, look, Gene Wilder, his eyebrows are formidable enough. I don't know if we need, like, the the powerful steroid, roided out version of Gene in the White House. I just don't know. Ben Shapiro begged to differ. Uh, well, there you have it. Um, there you have it. I would actually, I would just vote for Gene Wilder for president because I would, would his administration be effective? No, it would be absolutely hilarious. Mm. Can mm. I tell you a scene that was brought back to my attention from one of my favorite, my favorite um, movies Blazing of all Saddles. time? Yeah, there was a there was a a meme that was going around that said um, that. It was Starbucks. Gene Wilder was Starbucks. And it's the scene where he pulls... uh, He's trying to get the racist guys to stop chasing him. And so he pretends to have captured the sheriff. And so he goes, Hey, boys, look what I found. And he pulls pulls the black sheriff out from behind the rock. And uh, his hands are behind his back. He's like pretending to be cuffed or whatever. And Mm -hmm. uh, he says pumpkin spice latte. And he goes, hey, where the white women at? (laughs) It's So funny. This film was so good. And you couldn't make that film today. You Um, cannot. I miss Gene every day. I miss Gene. The day that he died, uh, my roommate and I watched a lesser known Gene Wilder film called uh, Start the Revolution Without Me. And... If you haven't seen it, you owe it to yourself. It's probably not his most critically acclaimed work, but it has one of the funniest lines of all time um, in it, where um, he tries to he tries to quote or to make up on the spot a famous saying and completely fails, um, as they say in Corsica. So anyhow, it's uh it's worth watching. All right, but yeah, by and large, the debate stage unwatchable garbage. Everybody's yelling over each other. A couple key moments that I think we should point out. DeSantis was perfectly effective. Um, There was no extreme highlight, but really no attacks against him stuck at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Pence took a swing at him. Haley took a swing at him, and he... This, that's where he shines. He's a counterpuncher with the best of them, and yeah. he really does make the person who's punching at him look pretty stupid. I think it was mm-hmm. Haley's worst look of the night, actually, when she tried to take a swing at DeSantis and he completely fainted and and bopped her back. Um, yeah, and uh, so he he's a perfectly professional, professional passable performance there from DeSantis. Um, Haley, Haley took second place for me. She had a couple missteps. Her, her fiery, um, go, go get him that a girl style fell flat a couple of times over the night. It, it didn't quite hit big losers to me were Ramaswamy, Pence and Christie. Um, Christie obviously because he, he sent us into the second nuclear winter of comedy with the Donald Duck line. Um, Tim Scott too. Tim Scott, oh, the, Tim. the tough guy look does not look good on Tim Scott. No. He does a bad job with it. He he did terribly, honestly. In fact, Tim might be the biggest loser. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's correct. Tim, yeah. Tim, which which you know, we were we were pretty friendly with Tim after the first debate, but like I said, he he wasn't abrasive enough. It's like he took that advice but didn't have the range, and yeah, he he looks like he looks very bad from the bully pulpit yeah 
So that was pretty regrettable. Um, it was hard so to hear a lot of the debate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because people were just talking over each other. And yeah, able to hear. And what Chris they were Christie to was say. just constantly just chewing in the of, mic. There and, there was, and, and there was just like, it was like if the two people said. are talking oh simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's miserable to listen to. And you I did like, plan reason- that. Yeah, that that was just that was uh, brother mind melding there. That's right. Yeah, but um, no, it was really awful. And if you can imagine three or four people shouting at each other at once through a speaker, that's what most of the debate sounded like, which is just not... I mean, it's not a debate at that point, so... The Coopers appear to still be going strong. The Coop... Skillet? Oh, wow. Oh, wow, that was... A, okay, wow. reaching... Wow. Good I guess I guess that downgraded a uh, power power supply unit is really hampering our clock speeds over here, but uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for the feedback. Um, oh man. All right. Perfect. Um Wow. That's good. Okay. All right. Good for them. Uh, so the debates. Let me they were... let's talk about yep. Ramaswamy for just a second. Ramaswamy completely tried to change his tack. It failed. It miserably. failed miserably. He said, these are good people on this stage, and we should honor the legacy of of Ronald Reagan from the Reagan Library so many times. It was like, dude, you were the biggest dick in the last debate. Like, were you asleep for the last debate when you told everyone they were bought and sold by by corporate interests and and old school Republicans? Like, so, so stupid. It was it was it fell completely flat. His I'm I'm the good guy technique. Very yeah. dumb. Very dumb. Yep. I mean, I think, and I think people have gotten a taste of that too. He doesn't seem to be getting any momentum at this point. So yeah. good on everybody for giving up on him. But, but to be fair, if you score it technically, it was obviously a Haley and DeSantis night. If you score it realistically, it was a Trump Ramaswamy night because yeah, sure. Ramaswamy is not running for president. He is running spoiler for Trump, and Trump won that debate because the moderators did such a bad job that that I think everybody looks a little bit worse just for showing up, yeah. um, which is really unfortunate. And I don't know why we had I, – I, forgive me. I don't know. There's that, that Spanish language, NBC. Univision. I, why is Univision there? I don't know. It's so obnoxious. They ask questions that Republicans all agree on and do not care about. Like, how are you going to help DACA folks? Or um, do you believe in equality among, you know, this and that? It's like, guys, that's that's the other side's talking points. Like, who, who, why, why are we talking about this in a primary? I have no idea why they were there. That was garbage. Dana Bash, meh. I, I just thought the whole the whole thing was pretty unwatchable. Um, so yeah, those are the debates. Hunter, in light of that, how have the polls moved? I mean, like the answer is there hasn't been a a whole lot of change. Uh, Trump is a little up before the debate at this point. DeSantis is a little down. Haley is up the most. Ramaswamy is down. Pence is down. Christie is up. Scott didn't move and Burgum didn't move. And Christie's up now. Hunter is. Yeah. To be clear, that's his poll numbers. He wasn't standing on a scale. That's correct. Yeah, he's up about point. He's up about. I think what happens is 
um, people really get Christie does good in debates. Like whether you like him or not, he's and very smart. Right. He he's he's intelligent, and by that I mean he can understand what someone is saying. He can come up with a with a response to it, and it, it is both witty, punchy, and digestible. Right, and that's perfect for a debate. There was when they did the whole survivor thing. They said, "Christy, it looked like you're writing something." He goes, "No, I wasn't, but I can tell you who I was going to vote for: Donald Trump." And it's like, bam, that fits so perfectly into his message. It's tight, it's concise, and it doesn't. And it does exactly what DeSantis was doing: is it doesn't attack anybody else on stage, and it's and, true to form. And he said that thing about Donald Duck. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, Which so I think was a canned line. That was a premeditated yeah. suicide. Yeah. Well, I think I think the point is that there's some people that want to see. There's some people in the Republican Party that want someone to go after Trump. Yeah, that's and, obviously true. And so Christie gets that vote, and he kind of gets a bump after every debate. Um, so yes, he's up, but I wouldn't expect it to stay. So gotcha. Well, no big changes. Trump still far and away the leader here so trump's currently up uh 42.8 percent so. good for us hooray yeah yeah <sighs> all right let's talk about something less depressing mccarthy yeah. versus matt gates boo it's more depressing <laughs> I, I i've got some feelings on this i know you have some feelings on this hunter i, I tweeted out yesterday um, to Matt Gates responding to McCarthy that if this is where the future of the Republican Party is, I don't want to be a part of it. And I really, and I was speaking directly about Matt Gates. If if Matt Gates is the future of the Republican Party, I do not want to be a part of it. Um, yeah, I despise him, his lunacy and idiocy. And I really think if we continue to um, play stupid games, we will win all the stupid prizes. Um, and Matt Gates seems determined to make that happen. So let, let me say this: Matt Gates was in Congress when Donald Trump was president, and we had majorities in both houses. Where the heck were you then on pork mm-hmm. barrel spending? Where the heck mm-hmm. were you then on the border? Why is it that you only want to rail against things that generally Hunter and I agree with you about when you have no opportunity to actually get those things done? And yet, when you do have the opportunity, you're as quiet as a church mouse. Um, The person that screams only when their friend is holding them back isn't a fighter. They're a wuss. And Matt Gates is behaving like a wuss. I will also say this. If... 210 Democrats and six Republicans vote for something, that's probably not in your best interest. If your enemy is siding with you in a decision, then you're probably the dumb-dumb. I'll Mm. also say this, Matt. Um, McCarthy has done a phenomenal job at playing defense. Now, do I wish that he did more back when the Republican Party was in ascension? Sure. Yet, you didn't do anything either. And and he McCarthy has played defense so well. He has wrong-footed the administration on several occasions, even around government shutdowns. 
And he's won major concessions when he had absolutely no majority to do so with. And his ability to stave off some of the worst excesses of this administration is a political masterclass in how you play from behind and mm. the idea that we're going to we're going to reject his leadership now is absolutely obnoxious who who replaces him like how deep is our bench truly there it's definitely mm. not deep in the matt gates magic the gathering direction so i'm mm. i'm pretty I smell a rat here. I smell an opportunist. This has nothing to do with what's good for Republican politics. This has nothing to do with what's good for conservative policy. This all has to do with Matt Gates getting on TV, stroking his ego, and trying to make a name for himself when there is very little political downside fallout because you're not going to have to take responsibility for the things that you're screaming that you want. Yeah, um... The problem is, and this is, I mean, this is what's going to happen, I think, um, is the reason the Democrats voted for this is because there's a government shutdown that's been ex extended for 45 days, right? That's like mid-November. And what this probably means is that the Republican Party is probably not going to coalesce behind a new speaker in that time or in so little time that there's going to be no real legislation that's going to be able to reasonably put forward to uh, fund the government and you just gave the biggest baseball bat for Democrats to clock Republicans with because they yep. are going to say anytime there's inflation when the government shuts down and when you can't put a, a point of speaker they're going to be able to say you moron Republicans you're the part of the government that doesn't work how could you do this and that's going to and they're going to do that as long as they possibly can so don't expect them to coalesce behind another Republican speaker. They don't care. That's not their goal. And I would I would think that, um, seen as Matt Gates himself and many of the other members of the whatever dumb caucus he's a part of, uh, don't really want to be speaker. Um, I I think Matt Gates is going to be the one left holding the bag at the end of all this. And I'm just going to come out and say it uh, unapologetically. He has a Swalwell face. So, mm. A face that only close. a Chinese spy named Fang Fang could love. That's right. A face That's that right. only somebody that farts on live television could have. Nah. So uh, Matt Gates. It's going to be a really nasty month and a half. Well, this is, is what I really feel like. This is the most frustrating part. We're about to run a crap candidate into a crapper candidate. And it's going to be a fist fight. It's going to be a bare knuckle boxing match. Trump has no clear path to the White House. And yet now we're allowing the largest thorn in Biden's side, which is the economy and Bidenomics. We are opening the door for them to blame that on Republicans. It's exactly. not true. It's Democrat policy and Democrat spending that's causing the economic crisis that we are entering and deepening in currently. But they're going to be able to position the optics uh, in such a way that doubt is cast onto that assured assumption. And this is exactly this is exactly the criticism that I gave to Trump. When you are the enemy of the media, when they are out to get you at every turn, you have to play the game above board. 
You have to play beyond reproach. This is not playing beyond reproach. This is leaving your flank open. This is exactly the type of thing that McCarthy was fantastic at at defending against. And Gates is a is a total dumbass for starting this fight right now. A complete yeah. dumbass. A complete so, swallowell. A total swallowell. Swallowell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Now, Hunter. Now. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some fun news from Congress, shall we? Yeah, sure. A little, a little headline I like to call "Lurch and the Dress Code." <laughs> um, this is stupid, but it's hilarious to me. Lurch is a uh, um, a brain dead Congress human being. Well, post what do you call cadaver? A brain dead Congress cadaver um, who decided that it would be totally neat for him to just start wearing gym shorts and Carhartt sweatshirts onto the floor of the yeah. house. Um, what's this What's this guy's actual name? I've been... I can only Fetterman? F- Fetterman. Fetterman. Yeah. Here's the Fetter thing about woman, him. Excuse me. He, Fetterwoman. <laughs> he, has, he has the build of Lurch, but I will remind folks that Lurch was always impeccably dressed. And so... He's all the bad parts of him, and none of none of the charisma. Um, it's it it's super obnoxious, but regardless, a resolution was passed that basically removed the dress code for senators, which is uh, or representatives rather, which is super stupid. I mean, it's it's not everywhere can be Facebook homies, but regardless, there was such an immediate and widespread backlash that they instantly reversed the rule but it wasn't until uh old stroke face himself came out on social media and made a big deal about being able to wear whatever he wants and he instantly got clocked by reality um i feel bad for him because it is hard for someone with neurological disorders to put on more complicated clothing but there you have it um the bigger point here why do we keep voting for people that don't have functioning cortexes for government positions? I'm just, I've, I've had it. I feel bad for him as a person, but mm. I, I have no sympathy for the political establishment that props this up and pretends like it's reasonable. Because Republicans keep uh, putting up pseudo celebrities. Yeah, like Dr. Oz and uh, Herman. Uh, I can't remember his name. Herman Kane? Herschel. Herschel oh. Walker. Yep. And, I mean, people who, who act just as incompetently and have wild views that are not popular, right? Yeah. Um, so, and, 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 you know. and But still do have brain activity. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because they do they do crap like it with that Matt Skates would do. Yeah. So. Good God, it's so annoying. But uh, yeah. Or Lauren Boebert. Lo- I mean, we we are just batting a thousand with like ridiculous politicians at this point. We really are. It is. It is. We have a clown car. Government Where are the knife fighter, class. Mitch McConnell's? You know, like say what you will about him, but goodness gracious, you do not want to cross that man. I know. You know, and. and uh, yeah, look, Kentucky's a rough and tumble place, and that's right. And you know McConnell's killed people. Look yeah. at his eyes. That's right, cold. 
he's wearing he's a leather jacket. He comes up, Connell, his crew's okay? standing behind him. Everybody's snapping in unison. Mm. Like I heard you said something bad about the snakes. Yeah, this is our yeah, well, block, Jack. I, I think you gave everyone the impression that they were snapping like with their fingers. No, no, no. They're no, they're like joints. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we both went. We did it. We went different ways, but they were still good. Uh, I went elderly, and you, you, yeah. uh, you went to the turtle club. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, that's sad. Um, let's talk about one more sad thing. Uh, Diane Feinstein's dead, and yeah. that is a sad thing. Um, it's hard for me to feel for her family. Uh, because they allowed her to remain in Congress when she clearly was unwell. And mm-hmm. I have a really hard time deciphering from the outside looking in, and I'm more than happy to be proven wrong about this, but I have a hard time deciphering from the outside looking in how people that cared about her allowed her to to do that. I mean, there were several votes that happened in recent memory where they were voting vocally and Diane had to literally ask other members of her party uh, what she should say. Uh, Very sad. So um, that being said, it's never a good day when any anybody uh, dies. And whether or not I like what she did, Feinstein served for quite some time and uh we're we're sad to see her go and i wish it could be on much much different terms so anyway uh rest in peace miss feinstein and uh we'll we'll give it a, i don't know a couple of weeks before we go back to making fun of you i suppose um i i loved it i loved it when she told the little climate activists that they were idiots essentially yeah. that came to her that's uh, that's how office. i'll remember <laughs> I, mean, I will too is you know a cranky old woman who's just had enough <laughs> yeah. that was that was a really special moment with with feinstein. really was special Beautiful. moments with feinstein um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so let's see what hunter what else we got on the on the topics here oh here's uh, a here's another quick one from from congress jamal yeah. jamal bowman pulled learns how doors work <laughs> Okay, first of all, there's a part of this story that actually really deeply annoys me, Mm. and here it is. If you went into Capitol Hill, into any building, and pulled the fire alarm, you would be a dead man right now. They would have killed you. You you, Your name would have been erased and airbrushed out of the photographs, and yet... Jamal Bowman can do it during the middle of a vote for a continuing resolution, which does not it does not help his party achieve their their narrative and positioning goals. And we're literally allowing him to get away with the line like, "Oh, I thought that's how you opened the door." The thing that said "pull in case of fire," I thought it meant "fired up to go outside." Like it's so freaking dumb and yeah. you you would have been arrested for it and somehow it's fine for him um let me just say people say all the time when they're talking about talking about free speech they go we can't yell cr- fire in a crowded theater that's not true you can yell fire in a crowded theater and i'm encouraging you, you to fire. go do it no i'm just kidding here's <laughs> here's the, the rule if there is a fire 
why do people make this case? Well, a lot of people, when they are in an emergency situation or think they are in an emergency situation, stampede when they are trying to exit the location of that emergency. So it's quite dangerous, especially when you have a bunch of geriatric brain-dead people being supported by cocaine and oxygen tanks trying to run out of a building at, at top speed, which is about two miles an hour. Regardless... This is why you are not, this is why people make that argument, because it is illegal to cause a panic uh, by faking a emergency situation. This is what Jamal Bowman did. This is why this act is illegal, and he did it, and everyone's just like, well, he's just very stupid. Um, (laughs) What about the timing? Well, yes, we were trying to vote on a resolution that, would have been better for the optics of our party if it hadn't happened but you don't understand just how cripplingly dumb he is and while i agree there's about a zero percent chance he hasn't walked out of that door before yeah so that part really annoys me but i gotta say i gotta say there's something classic about pulling the fire alarm brings me back you know Brings me back. Brings me back a little bit. So Marty McFly, what are you doing, buddy? Yeah, what's going on lately? Let's go what's back to the on? the past. Let's, let's, let's return to again the to the future. Let's let's get to the future so we can feel the past again. You know what? You really have to know the future to know the past. Have you ever presented so hard that you were in the future? Have you ever so that you that you you could so much? That's you could it. Do anything? That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's one more one more thing we got to talk about, Hunter, and, I, and uh, you're gonna oh, have to okay. do all the heavy living on this because I'm asleep. Um, the New York migrant crisis. There's a lot of migrants in New York, and they're like, "We're a sanctuary city, but this is too much." And it and just it sounds like some of those border towns from years ago that were like, "Hey, it's too many. Help." You know, this is the thing. Um, nobody wants to, nobody wants to be an adult about the situation. Everybody wants to be a kid, right? Everybody wants to say we can take care of everybody and no, we can't. And it's sad. And we need some adults to get in here and figure out the problem. And we don't need just money coming from the government. That's not a real solution. That's stealing from our future. Um, we need a real solution to the border crisis and we're, we're not mature enough to deal with it. And we haven't been mature enough to deal with it for years. And New York is finally realizing that its policies are not mature. There you go. Look well, that. I have nothing to add. Yeah. Congratulations, put a, Hunter. Put a bow on that. Well, guys, that's that's the bow on it. Uh, that's This has been Carl Pooling. Uh, and we're happy to be back in the saddle. Uh, sorry we left you in in uh, Sheol, in, in darkness, the nas- okay weeping, corral. gnashing of teeth without us. But we'll be yeah. back. Um, our, our summer travel is, is concluding. It's wrapping up. So uh, get ready for more unadulterated carpooling goodness into your s- supple and ready ear holes weekly, uh, Wednesdays, every Wednesday morning. So uh, here, here it goes. You can find the show at carpooling.com. You'll see all of our episodes there as well as links to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, etc. Go do that. Leave us a rating and a review. You also can find our store there at carpooling.com slash store. Buy some sweet merch. 
Uh, you won't be disappointed. Super high quality stuff. In addition to that, you can follow us on the socials. We're Carl pulling everywhere. I'm at Chris X Carl on X. Hunters at Emotional Carl on X. You can follow the show on Instagram as well at Carl pulling. And uh, send us an email at carlpulling at gmail.com. If you got a question about anything we've talked about in the show or want to just drop us a line and tell us how you feel, carlpulling at gmail.com. Past that, I got nothing left for you. Uh, it's just good advice. Winter's coming. There's viruses in the air. Um, you don't want to catch Ebola or, or hay fever or anything like tuberculosis. So go to your, your general practitioner. Just, just tell them run the full suite and get tested. <laughs>